Well, welcome to another podcast here with Steve and Eddie. We're really glad that you've joined us today, and uh, we do hope that uh, you find this as an inspiration to you um, on a weekly basis. We hope that uh, the words that are spoken about each message uh, have the relevancy in your life as we hope that it is. And uh, so thanks again for joining us here at Crossroads 98. And uh, Eddie, how you doing today? Doing all right. Doing all right. A little cooler out today. It's, uh, I uh, Still hanging in there and the, the pandemic and all the things that you hear, you know, we... I think one of the things that we need to be cautious about, myself included, is I hate to say this, but you just can't believe everything you hear, you know, because you, right. you hear so many conflicting stories. But that work, that's where the Word of God rises to the surface. Yeah. And, and you have to hear His voice and His Word first. That's right. Know? That's right. And the whole doomsday conspiracy theory, uh, I've heard 10 different theories about, but I've, I've just got to hang in there and just trust God and actually see opportunities to be Jesus. That, that's really our main function. Even more than some of this other stuff that's going on, it's, it's looking for opportunity and windows to be Christ in people's mm-hmm. lives during this time, such right. a time as this, as we keep saying. Right. But, uh, anyhow, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Well, we find ourselves today uh, in Crossroads uh, Theater again. Uh, last, last week, you... You heard a little bit of the echo in the in the house, and and we decided to do it uh, back here again. And speaking of crossroads, wasn't it awesome this last su- Sunday? Oh my, yeah, that drive drive. The by drive by blessing and the waving and uh, man, seeing all the people's faces and the kids holding up signs, and we even got some candy out of the deal. I saw that, yeah, yeah. And, and and cookies and chocolate, chocolate. Covered peanuts. That those oh were amazing. My. I, <laughs> I think they were homemade by Barb, weren't they? Van Meter. Van yeah, Meter. Mark he tries to take credit for that, but I think it's her. <laughs> but anyhow, yeah, they were they were outstanding. That and the cookies. So, it, yeah, it's just people, uh, and you can tell people miss each other. Yeah, they really have. Yeah, it was and neat we, to f- see them waving at each other. And then as we well. seen uh, Baby B with yes. her head sticking up, going around there. That, yeah, the Allie and Allie Jordan's, Jordan's little, baby, little yeah, baby, she's a dandy. And, uh, yeah. boy, she was smiling big, and and then she gave us this funny look. Yeah, it was so yeah. cute. <laughs> yeah, she probably was looking at Kurt. So. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt, we love you. Uh, hey, Eddie, talk a little bit about uh, the text that you sent out to most everybody that has calling post. Um, uh, the calling post to get. If you're not a part of that, let me just refresh your memory. If you're not a part of that calling post texts and phone calls, you can just get on there and like you would be typing in a number, a phone number uh, of your friend's number or whatever, type in this 24251 and then send the word crossroads, all lowercase, just crossroads. And then you'll start receiving texts and phone calls. You can opt into those. But back to it now. Uh, give us a little bit more uh, audibly now from your voice about what we've decided as a staff. Well, and we prayed about that, and we we listened to the governor. I I think it's a I think it's our responsibility as believers to, as Jesus said, you, you need to follow the laws of the land unless they go against God. Mm-hmm. Sp- explicitly go against God, and they tell you to do things that God said not to do. Right. But nonetheless. 
with with the with the governor and the CDC, we we really feel as a church that uh, we're going to remain like we're doing church today, online through the month of May, and then we'll see what happens. You know, a lot of concerns that now that people are kind of let loose, it uh, this disease will spike, mm-hmm. and we we're looking out for the health of of our people. Yeah. Um, and I know my concern is that when we get back together, it's going to be hard to keep social distancing. Right. We'll be so glad to see each other. Yeah. And, and then not only that, you know, and, even, and I think even pulling some chairs away f- from between each other right, and things like exactly. that, it's just too much. Um, and and I, we have all agreed 100% on staff that this is the way that we need to go. Yeah. And, and we, you and, know, like uh, I said, we continue to pray and, and you guys pray about it as well. And we do appreciate your patience mm-hmm. and your generosity as uh, you continue to give toward the ministry. And uh, we're continually blessed that way. And, yes. Uh, and oh I just, goodness. I love our church and I wished I could say we could see each other tomorrow, but it, I, with, with, every, with all the factors that are still out there and the uncertainty, right. I, I think we're at least for the month of May, and then we'll, we'll, we'll keep you informed. We'll let you know what's going to happen. Yeah, and you know I, what I want to do is, is I, and that might be just neutral for you. That, that might not be necessarily bad news since you've already been a part of that. It might not be necessarily good news because you do want to get together, and it's kind of that way us, with us too. We, mm-hmm. we don't find that it's really good or bad news. But here's some really positive things that we want to share with you just real quick. And I don't have the stats, but I'm going to tell you that with the views that are on, I mentioned this last week on the podcast too, the views and the people that are tuning in that have maybe never been introduced to Jesus Christ before, the likelihood of someone, the percentage and the likelihood of someone hearing it for the first time because of this whole situation and being online and being such a thrust and being effective to thousands, I, I want you to hear that again, thousands of views each week. We have people coming in, clicking on it, and checking out Crossroads and other churches uh, online. But that is, is the, the power of the gospel. Amen. Amen. It will not be stopped by man, nor by disease, nor by That's right. uh, threat of Satan. It will not be stopped it is the firm foundation it's the creed just like you said we're going to keep going and pushing forward and god will push forward the gospel of jesus christ and the salvation that's through him and i let's just give him praise every single day for what god has been able to do amen through the likes of this online thing and this quarantine time and everything so keep praying forward and keep uh, giving God the, the praise and the glory through all of this because he's still on the throne and there is nothing that's going to defeat him ever, no, ever. That's what and he so in, in Isaiah when he said, my word will go out and not come back to me void. That's it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I, I really wanted to encourage you today. We wanted to encourage you today with those words and, and with the things that we needed to give to you as news to, to let you know how we're going through uh, with the rest of the month of May, and then we'll step in towards uh, getting closer to June, and we'll figure out where we're at. But you know what? As we uh, as we resurface out of this, almost relaunch in a sense, mm-hmm. because we've been yeah, away from exactly. each other, uh, we want that that the wisdom of of God gives us 
what we need. And so that's what we're depending on. Continue to pray for the wisdom for us and the leaders uh, here. And uh, we're just going to give God all the praise and the glory. Amen. Yeah. So, Pastor, why not I have a word of prayer, and uh, we'll get right into this, and uh, let's just cover this with uh, God's blessing right now. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for allowing us to be a part of your kingdom work. Thank you for calling us into what you would have us do to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, your Son. We thank you for uh, providing a way to continue to have that word go out and not come back to you void. And you, you promised that, and that's, that's why we're persevering through all of this. We give you praise. We give you honor and glory. We do pray for the other churches, Lord, that are doing the same. And I pray that you'd just, just uh, undergird them with your strength and your, the spirit of, of, uh, of you that, that just empowers them to continue to press forward. No, no matter whether they're big in, in congregation numbers or, or super large, Lord, I pray that they would always look to the Word and, and ask for your wisdom and not uh, be self-righteous in thought or in deed, but they would be uh, of you and Christ-like in spirit and uh, full of love, as, as I'm praying that for us as well here at Crossroads. So, Lord, we just thank you for this, we, uh, this time together. I pray that you'd be with uh, Eddie and I as we speak, that... Uh, that these words will glorify you and will be relevant for the lives that are out there listening. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, Pastor, we talked, you talked, uh, or rather, uh, about the power of one last week. And uh, Esther, again, and uh, I think it's a great series you've got us going through. But the power of one, go ahead and talk a little bit about that. Well, it's mind-boggling. There are 7.8 billion people in the world and growing. And there's nobody exactly the same. You know, I said, well, you know, identical twins, but that, that would be, even them themselves, each one of them is unique in their own way. Mm. Uh, David explained God, God's concept of, of us, of, of the people uh, that we're talking about. I didn't say this Sunday, but it, it's my stance. Uh, when people start, uh, you know, talking about the, the issue of abortion, um, the, this is why I don't believe in abortion, because I, I want you to listen again to uh, David's words in, in Psalm 139, starting with verse 13. He, he's, he's saying this to God himself, David is. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. That to me, that means that that started at conception. Mm-hmm. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous and how well I know it. You watched me I was being, as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me, O oh God. They are innumerable. Hmm. That, is, that goes for every human. That's right. Uh, it's just, it, it, you know, and a lot of people don't think that they can make a difference, but we talked about the impact of one here. And then I, you know, we saw that. That was a great video clip of where it showed the power of one. It showed Gandhi and it showed that, that student in Tiananmen Square in China standing up and people in the rainforest trying to stop that. But they made a, they made a difference. They, they did. They brought America's attention to that, if you will. Right. You know, and, and I, I, I had some other examples about what one vote uh, 
would do. I, and I didn't, some of these I didn't realize. In 1776, one vote gave America the English language instead of German. Wow. I, I didn't realize that. that one vote. Wow. One vote brought Texas into the Union in 1845. 1868, one vote saved President Andrew Johnson from impeachment. 1876, one vote gave Ruther B. Hayes the U.S. presidency. In 1923, one vote gave Adolf Hitler control of the Nazi party. One vote, whether it's for good or bad, it can make, you know, it can make a difference. And that's what God is looking for people to make differences in this earth. Second Chronicles 16, 9, for the eyes of the Lord move to and fro throughout the earth that he may strongly support those whose heart is completely his. And then it comes down to Esther. Esther, Esther was in a quandary. Mordecai came to her and said, now Haman's got this decree out it's going out to the 127th provinces that he is going to kill all the Jews and confiscate all the property. So she is privy to the king to a degree because she's in uh, his harem and she's, in, she's his connection to the king, but therein lies the problems of well, as, as well. So when she, when she heard the news, she went into mourning and weeping. And you know, I talked about Eastern uh, people. Uh, they, they don't do it quietly. They moan and they cry and they wail. If you'd ever seen on TV when they have a funeral procession, they're all making all kinds of noise, but that's, that's what they do. So she, here's the problem in a sense with Esther. You know, we talked about the haves and the have nots in, in life and we all understand what that means, but she was a have. She was at the top of the food chain. She lived in the palace, satins and silk, people waiting on her every whim. Whatever she wanted to drink or to eat, it was immediately brought to her. So that was, she was in danger of, of losing that. So <laughs> she needed more evidence. And of course, Mordecai gave her the evidence that she needed. In, in verse four through eight, Hathak, which was attendant to Esther, went out to Mordecai to the city square in front of the king's gate, and Mordecai told him all that had happened to him. And at the exact moment, exact amount of money that Haman had promised to pay to the king's treasuries for the destruction of the Jews. He also gave him a copy of the text of the edict which had been issued in Susa for their destruction. So in this verse, the following phrases, all that happened, exact amount of money, a copy to the text of the edict. He didn't add to or take away. It was the exact word. And that's the danger that we have sometimes when we hear something, we'll add to or take away and before long it turns into gossip. Mm -hmm. That's the, that, that Mordecai wanted to make sure that she understood explicitly what he was trying to say. Right. And then he told Hathak to tell Esther this in verse eight, to go into the king to implore his favor and to plead with him for her people. Here's the problem. You just don't go into the king. You have to be invited. Or if you stand at the king's doorway in his palace and he holds out the scepter, you can come. But if he doesn't, they kill you on the spot. Mm. So that was, that was the intensity yeah. of this situation. So Esther went and she fasted and she prayed. And she said pretty much that I'll do it. If I die, I die. Right. She had come to that resolve. Because, you know, 
Mordecai told her, said, well, if you don't do it, God will use somebody else. But you're a Jew and they'll find out about you and they'll kill you anyhow. Right. <laughs> that was the point that he was making. Mm -hmm. You know, when God uses people. But, you know, she, she stepped up to leadership. She stepped up and, and she went in and uh, she was going to do what she was going to do and go to the king whether he, he, he took her life or not. You know, a lot of times we don't think about our own personal involvement, but that's where we need to be. And if you look, you look at all the issues that we have in life with abortion, homelessness, crime, hunger, drugs, COVID-19, one person can make a difference in all that, but we have to make that commitment. We have to put it into action. We have to actually get out of the bleachers and get on the playing field and do something about it. So that's right. kind of where we're at. And I, I ended up that message was, you know, what's God saying to you and what are you going to do about it? I think that should be an everyday couple of questions for us. It should that's be every day. Yeah, absolutely. Boy, Lord, what are you saying to me today and what am I going to do about it? Right. Oh. Yeah, and it, and it, you know, here we're coming close to the time where um, seniors are graduating from high school, um, people are graduating from college, um, master's degrees, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and this transition time has also found um, adults that have been in jobs for years looking for new ones, and and there's there's this change, and so. In this process, you're thinking, well, uh, some, some people might be thinking, well, you know, yeah, I, uh, power of one, uh, the, the power of <laughs> the power that I, that I really want to know about is, is uh, what's, what's going to be intended for me in the future. And, and, um, and the great question for a lot of these graduates and a lot of these, uh, these people that are coming out of college and and like I said, those that have lost their jobs, what what now? And that question comes about, right? But but the but the fact is, is it remains is when we lay it before God first. Absolutely. When yeah. we say, Father, uh, I'm yours. I surrender unto you. You've given me likes and and, and dislikes and and concerns and, and things. And as, as I focus them on to you and through your word and ask for wisdom through it all, you're going to use my abilities. You're going to use the gifts you've given me, the talents and the different things to cul uh, all cultivate to, to uh, the power of one. Whether that power of one finds you sweeping the floors at, um, like myself when I was younger, I uh, was sweeping the floors at Farm and Fleet, uh, kind of a rural king type of store, and uh, stocking shelves and, and uh, all of that, or whether it was finding me roofing houses uh, or, or painting houses when I was doing that, or flipping burgers, or I have had so many jobs uh, through my life, but God was honing me, using me, dealing with, working with people to to different things and he was also preparing my gifts and ability through music and different things like that nature but what that example of me just sharing a little bit of what um, my life I was asking the same questions in my mid-twenties Lord what do you want me to be when I grow up and the why but there was something always striving within me that says continue to focus and center your life on me because through you I will help with the gospel of Jesus Christ. That is for everyone. 
That's what you're saying. We have the ability to continue to move forward. So don't give up, people. Continue to center yourselves on Christ. Young person, if you're graduating, you're listening to this right now, center your life on Christ Jesus. He is the one that gives us the hope for tomorrow and also that power of one. So whether it's preaching like Pastor Eddie uh, or whether it finds you sweeping floors and, and believe you me, uh, that was I was telling you that I swept floors. Pastor Eddie has done the same thing. He's cleaned toilets at uh, a college uh, when he was younger and and uh, and married and and Josh and Stacy were were born and all that and I scooped tons of hog manure as well looking for the hogs looking for that right. hog. <laughs> the old prodigal son God bringing him back around I'm oh, telling you man but um, but but anyway that it's a great word and I appreciate you um, bringing that to us this last week and I I hope that everyone hears. The relevancy that it needs to be for their lives, even at this point in time, is a time such as this. As, uh, yeah, Esther said. And, you know, God, you think about that. I thought about him using that just a common, ordinary Jewish girl uh, to save a whole nation, yeah. which saved the lineage to bring Jesus Christ into this world. That's right. Just a little, well, look at Mary. Yeah. Mother of Christ, just yes. average Jewish girl. And then God, he, the one thing about using average people, which we are, That's he can right. shine through the, the more. That's why he doesn't go right and pick celebrities. I'm saying that they can't be used, and they are, but he, he uses mostly ordinary people. Yeah. Ordinary people, the whole Bible, it's full of ordinary people. Mm -hmm. But what made them extraordinary was God himself in their lives. Right. That's the difference. Yep. You know? That's it. That's exactly it. Yep. The analogy would be, of course, there's all kinds of arguments on this, but still in my mind, Michael Jordan's been the best basketball player ever lived. <laughs> yeah. That would have been like Michael Jordan not ever playing basketball in his life, and God comes upon him and he goes in and plays with the Bulls and scores 50 points in his first game. That, that's unheard of. Right. But that's the analogy that it's, it's like that he takes us and, and fills us with the Holy Spirit and we can do these extraordinary things because he's filled us. Yes. And, and, and that goes into the, the message for uh, Mother's Day. You know, yeah. praise God for moms. I, it's the same thing that God has given them an incredible gift. I love my children and I, I'm close to them to a degree, but I don't think we as dads will ever get to have that same connection as a mother. That's just my opinion. So that's, you know, that's the, that's the, that's the message for next Sunday. I'm mm -hmm. praising God for, God for moms. And the main point of this in a sense is godly mothers and godly grandmothers, that their main thrust in life is for those children and grandkids to come to Christ and live for Jesus. They want to spend forever with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a... a lot of kids don't think that way, but it's a problem. And like I've said a thousand times, we won't ever understand our parents till we become one. Right. And then it makes sense. <laughs> but it's too yeah. late then for us to have that child mind. We don't get it then, mm -hmm. but man. Well, uh, it's so important uh, for husbands to honor their wives to help their children see 
that trickle-down effect in which they then need to be honoring and respecting uh, their mother um, as part of, and that's why it's so interconnected in the family. We have each of our own um, uh, connectiveness towards one another, and and we need to be intentional. We need to be intentional, and that connection to um, uh, the mother of the family is so important. That uh, and moms, as you continue to go forward and you you show your love to your children, how important it is, and and what the representation is that that they see Jesus through you. And man, oh man, yeah, it's just a wonderful thing. I can't. Uh, we're looking forward to hearing that on Sunday and and um, really good stuff. Yeah. Well, Pastor, why don't you pray over us again as we've wrapped this up and uh, yeah, we'll do that. Lord, we love you. And uh, thanks for uh, Crossroads and our church and all the other churches that are open and uh, willing to accept people and love them into your kingdom and, and teach, them, teach them how to live. I just thank you for that. I pray for the situation that we're in, Lord, and uh, as it continues to loosen up, that uh, there won't be a spike in deaths, which I'm concerned about, but I'm leaving it in your hands, Lord. You know, what, you know what's going on. Just help us all to stay safe, Lord, and kind of follow the guidelines and be good witnesses. I think that's part of being a good witness. And so I just ask that you bless this podcast and help us realize in our own minds and hearts how important we are to you and how unique and important we are to the kingdom and spreading uh, your good news. Uh, thanks again for loving us, Lord. We give you praise and glory for who you are. We ask these things in the name of Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, Eddie, thanks for being with me here today. I'm looking forward to uh, spending time with not my own mother this this year, but uh, but with, uh, of course, my mother-in-law, your wife, and uh, my wife, who is the mother of, our, uh, of my children and our children. So um, good times. Hope to... Hope that each of you have a chance to, to spend some time with your mother, either on the phone or uh, I definitely will be doing that video-wise with my own mom. But uh, encourage you, of course, to touch base with your mom this weekend. Um, continue to, to lift us up in prayer as we push on forward. And um, God is so good. He's given us answers every time we're asking. Amen. And um, there's been hiccups, many hiccups through the different uh, things and events, not just with quarantine, but in the processes of bringing these types of things to you. But God always has an answer, and we're finding that he has little surprises of blessings. Uh, and, and that's such a joy, such a neat, neat thing. And so we're encouraged to continue to move on through it all, through the thick and thin, um, knowing that God is leading us. So we hope that you feel that energy and that hope into your ears and into your lives as you continue to stay, uh, as you persevere through it all. Um, so God bless you guys. Thanks, uh, thanks for joining us again here today. Uh, you've been hearing some thumps and bumps and, and uh, you know, hammers and, and different things that are going on uh, in the background noise of this. But it's because uh, even the uh, roofers right now are getting prepared for all of us to come back. Right. <laughs> We're taking care of some leaks that we've had place. here at Crossroads uh, building. 
and um, we're looking forward to... Uh, In all prior podcasts, it's been me making racket, but I, I'm not <laughs> taking the blame today. <laughs> no, it's been, it's been the, uh, the other guys. Of course, they have no clue that we're doing this in the theater today, but... Uh, Anyway, uh, that's it for today. Thanks for joining us. And until next week, take care and uh, be careful and safe out there. Keep on praying uh, for everyone. And uh, let's just make it a brighter day as we interact with one another. Um, so God bless. And thanks, Eddie, for yep, being here. That's all right. Dasvidaniya. Dasvidaniya. It's goodbye in Russian. A little Russian. Okay. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.